healthy living. Hi, Danielle. Happy holidays. I'm so excited to perform at the Wyatt Theatre with you this December. Oh, me too. I love Frank Sinatra. Christmas My Way, a Sinatra holiday bash, is the perfect way to celebrate the holidays. And with our amazing team, we'll be just like the Rat Pack, crooning on the wire stage. And the Rat Pack was definitely not for kids. <laughs> Swinging carols, singing standards, every single one recorded by old Blue Eyes himself. He sang so many great tunes. This is going to be a night to remember. Don't miss out on the singingest, swingingest Christmas of all. Christmas My Way, a Sinatra holiday bash, tomorrow through Sunday at the Wyo Theater. Tickets at wyotheater.com. The holiday season is upon us, and the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association would like to remind you to enjoy your favorite alcoholic beverage responsibly. If you've had too much to drink, don't drive. If you host a party, be the perfect host to make sure your guests don't drive with one too many under their belt. Drinking and driving just don't mix. The Wyoming Beer Distributors wish everyone a happy and safe holiday season. This message sponsored by the Wyoming Beer Distributors Association, the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Just in time for your holiday dinners, the Health Nut announces that they have organic and natural turkeys, Beeler's spiral-cut hams, gluten-free and regular stuffing, fresh organic cranberries, organic yams and potatoes, gluten-free and regular gravy, gluten-free and regular dinner rolls, gluten-free and regular homemade pies, dairy-free and regular whipped topping. Order your Thanksgiving pies early. Pick them up to ensure they are fresh. The Health Nut, for healthy holiday dinners. Hi, this is Brad with Prime Rate Motors, where we are interested in paying cash for your vehicle, camper, or trailers. With the overwhelming demand right now, Prime Rate Motors wants to not only work with you to get you a fair price for your vehicle, we want to restock our lot with some local-owned units. Payments too high, we also do down trades. Stop out to Prime Rate Motors and let us evaluate your vehicle, discuss what works for you, and then make the deal happen. Prime Rate Motors and Super Trailer Store. See us online at primeratemotors.com. The Christmas auction on sharedamedia.com ends tonight. Buggy bath, car wash certificates, great stocking stuffers. Give the gift of food and drink with certificates from Powder River Pizza, Smith Alley Brewing Company, My Buddy's Place, The Eagle's Nest, and more. Save money on your dry cleaning by doing it at home with a dry cleaning dresser from Appliance Max. Starting bids, half of retail price. Shop local, save now. Christmas online auction ends tonight at sharedamedia.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. I am doing the show remotely this morning as a safety precaution for my guests and my co-workers. Uh, my wife and I have been stricken with a, a bit of COVID, I believe, and so uh, she tested positive yesterday, and I haven't taken a test yet, but I am feeling a little under the weather. So just to be absolutely safe, I'm doing the show from my kitchen. And this morning in studio 
is the mayor of Sheridan, Richard Bridger, and Councilman Sean Day. Good morning, gentlemen, and thank you for coming in and uh, speaking with me. I apologize for this inconvenience, but uh, we'll get her done. Yeah, good morning, Floyd. I hope you uh, get a quick recovery. So, morning, Floyd. Thanks for not showing up and making me sick. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry to yeah. hear you're going through that. It seems like it's kind of going around. So. Yeah, it, you know, it seems like one of those things that's uh, definitely going in phases. And I don't know why, but it seems about the same time of year that uh, me and the wife get, uh, you know, get nailed with this thing. I got vaccinated this year, so I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Maybe variants or whatever. But sure. uh, I do apologize for my for my absence. No. How I has... Just appreciate the season... you taking us. Oh, no worries. I'd be happy to do it. I feel horrible if I got anyone else sick. How's the the season been down at City Hall, Mr. Mayor? It's been busy. We've, you know, we got through a busy summer. We're a big Main Street project. Um, a lot of resurfacing we got done last year. It came off a winter that was just crazy where we had a gazillion potholes, so the streets crews were out there working very hard. And and But we just keep plugging along, and I, I always commend my staff and the people that work for the city of Sheridan. I just think they're the greatest folks and they have the best intentions for the city and i always appreciate all the effort that they show for uh us in the cities as well you know i do want to touch on that it's something that uh, i i didn't have on my list this morning but i do want to talk about just real quick there were an extensive amount of potholes after such a rough winter and you know a lot of the potholes that uh i was battling to get to work um, are long taken care of. The the thought hasn't even crossed my mind since uh, probably before the summer. So, yeah, they did a fantastic job, and uh, I, I do want to commend them on that. They uh, yeah, got that I done can't, quickly. I can't say anything bad about the, the work they did. They got out and they hustled. We actually hired another company to help us as well because we had so many potholes. But um, I... I I just commend my 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 staff. They just they just come to work every day. They work hard. They got a good attitude, um, and I'm always impressed with them. So they do they do well for our citizens. Absolutely. And talking about <clears throat> excuse me, talking about the the big projects happening and shared in this last year, both the city and the county have been working really hard to renovate, uh, to improve streets, utilities. Uh, we got. Big projects going on with public buildings. Mayor, Councilman, let's start with the big one. Let's let's review Main Street project this year. How does the city leadership feel that that large-scale project has gone so far? Um, it's went well. I mean, they started out a little rough. They had to uh, go back and redo some piping, some plumbing, because it wasn't deep enough. But once they got in the groove... Um, they moved right along. We started out, you know, we redid the bridge there on First Street, and we were only supposed to get um, four blocks done this summer, and we actually got an extra block done. So next year we should be finished up quicker. So hopefully by rodeo we'll be done with the project. But um, it was Wydot, the county, the city, all those businesses downtown. I know that uh, we were worried about how they would do downtown. Um, Sean Parker from Sheridan Travel and Tourism did some analytics, and he actually found out that although the uh, visitations from people from out of town were down as slightly for the downtown area for the summer, the people from the community really stepped up 
and they they saw an increase. So generally, they saw an increase in visitations downtown, and they do that with analytics using cell phones. And so, I think the folks from the community realized that those those uh, businesses downtown needed to be be uh, visited and needed to be used. And I think that the community really stepped up and tried to help those businesses out by showing up and going downtown and shopping. So um, between us and Wyandotte, Kansas City, the county, uh, all the members of our, our community, I think we, uh, we showed up and we helped those merchants downtown to get through this summer. And hopefully next summer it'll be a much quicker window. And we, if everything goes well, we'll be out of there before rodeo. You know, I do have to agree with you on that, Mr. Mayor. You know, we we really kind of pushed for that. The Chamber of Commerce came in. They had a fantastic program. The city took part in that Chamber Bucks program, uh, which we'll touch on here in a moment. But I do have to say that Sheridan certainly put its money where its mouth is. I mean, they really went down there and helped out those local businesses because you're right. I think the citizens or the residents of Sheridan realize the absolute value of having a downtown that's vibrant, that's working, and that's alive. Councilman Day, uh, you uh, you know you come from a, a line of business individuals. You've got a business of your own. How do you felt feel? Uh, everything went this year from a business perspective. Um, well, you know, like uh, like the mayor was saying, I, I think it's pretty remarkable. Uh, we we were presented with those statistics from Sean Parker, chair in travel and tourism, a couple weeks ago, and you know, between the the tourism um, over the summer and during the construction, and the residents of Sheridan, there was you know between those two, there's a thirteen plus percent increase in business. Um, and that's no small feat, you know, and I, I definitely want to just, you know, send a thank you to all the business owners down there. Cause I know it wasn't easy. I remember trying to get from, you know, uh, Midtown cafe to Java moon. And it was about a 10 minute walk, <laughs> but, uh, just, yeah, I think, and you know, I, I also think it's always important to address kind of why we were doing it. And I, I think that's something that maybe the mayor could touch on, but there's a bigger vision there with that construction down there. You know, we've been able to um, provide enough fire flow capability um, to prevent, you know, any catastrophic damage down there to our historic downtown buildings. And, uh, you know, as expensive as it may be for some of those business owners to tie into those water lines, um, I think it will um, be a, a right step in the direction of safety for the city um, moving ahead. I'm really glad that you touched on that, Councilman. Uh, Mayor Bridger, do you feel that that program received enough uh, response? Um, and, and it was kind of a, a bit of a dichotomy. You know, we're going into a year where your business sales may be down, but here's an opportunity that costs a pretty penny that you can jump in on. Do you, do, were you pleased with the amount of response that that program received? You know, I was just for the simple fact that um, you needed to keep the project moving along, and I'm not so sure that if a whole bunch of people would have signed up for it that we would have got as far as we went. Um, and then that being said, they can always go back in later and attach to that main water line now that we have water those sites that they can do that at. So we did have some takers. Um, I don't think we had too many where it became a, a problem as far as advancing the project. 
And hopefully in the future, a lot more people that didn't do it this time will jump in and, and get their their fire flows and their sprinkler systems, suppression systems taken care of so that they can use those upstairs because uh, I think that's just a valuable commodity for each one of those guys that, uh, that have a business downtown. If they can use that second floor, that really increases their uh, profitability, if you will. Now, with all of this... Uh you know, uncertainty at the beginning of the year. YDOT uh, came forward, and they were giving presentations, uh, basically kind of updates on what was going on downtown. Mr. Mayor, do you feel that they were transparent enough, that they gave enough of a response to the business community within Sheridan during the course of this long project? I do. You know, they had weekly meetings where they kept all those people updated on what was going on. Um, pretty much it was after it got started, it was sort of business as usual. Everybody knew where they, where they were at, where they were going to be next. Um, and I went down there a few times to watch them work and, and they were just like, they had it into like, uh, overdrive. They just, they knew what they were doing. They were laying the concrete. The people behind knew what they were doing when they were trying to finish the concrete. And that's kind of why we got an extra block ahead at, at the end. So, um, it just, it, it was a big project. That required a lot of hands on, or all hands on deck kind of thing. But YDOT kept everybody informed. Uh, the crew that did the uh, construction down there, they were great to work with. Um, it was kind of arduous as far as the project, but it just needed to be done. It was time to have it done, and it was done as quick as possible. So, um, and again, the people from the town stepped up and they supported all those downtown merchants as best they could. And so um, in the grand scale or the grand scheme of things, uh, it went as well as I think it could have went. You know, I was downtown one day uh, just grabbing some lunch. And on my way back to the office, I happened to see a backhoe operator. And uh, I stopped to speak with him. He, not knowing who I was, uh, he stood there with me for a number of minutes, not very long. He had work to do. But he explained everything to me, and he had answers to all of my questions. And I thought that was absolutely fantastic. These individuals who were out there working were also, in their own way, serving as ambassadors of the project. Uh, at least this individual certainly was. And he knew exactly what was happening. He knew the plan. And uh, it was great to sit down and just speak with him. So I thought that was really pretty cool uh, that these guys were, you know, informed on everything that they were doing as much as everyone else. Uh, now, I've gone on a little bit about this Main Street project, but there are some uh, let's I, I said we'd touch on that Chamber Bucks program, uh, the efforts to draw folks downtown. Uh, do you did that Chamber Buck program work to your satisfaction? You know, I think it did. It worked as well as it could. What it was was uh, the city. I was looking for some way to promote people to come downtown. And so we came up with this Chamber Books idea where, you know, in the winter, during the Christmas season, the, the elves will be out looking pe to give people Chamber Bucks in hopes of getting people downtown. So that was kind of what I followed up with. I gave the Chamber and the DSA some funding so that they could basically uh, do a chamber 100 bucks a week for somebody caught down shopping downtown and so um, I think it did I think it promoted people to come downtown with that opportunity to maybe win some chamber bucks it was just an effort to get people to come downtown which 
analytics prove that people did come downtown and people did support the downtown merchants. And so I don't know how big of a part that played in it, but that was all just one thing to try to get people to come downtown and to continue shop downtown, even if they had to walk a block to get to Main Street. Absolutely. And I agree with uh, Councilman Day. You know, 13% is no small number uh, as an increase. And so Sheridan really came through for, for itself. Uh, on that, i got to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. We'll have more from our city of Sheridan right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan. Are you ready to make this holiday season truly merry and bright? Look no further than First Federal Bank and Trust for our exclusive holiday CD special. For a limited time, enjoy a fantastic 5.38% annual percentage yield on their three-month CD special with no minimum deposit required. That's right, $0 to get started. Or if you're looking to make a grand investment, we're offering a remarkable 5.48% APY for those who open with $250,000 or more. Don't wait, this holiday CD special won't last long. Visit us online at efirstfederal.bank, member FDIC. Hi, Wyoming. It's Congresswoman Harriet Hageman. What a beautiful year in Wyoming. I don't think I have ever seen it so green for so long and with such an abundance of grass and vegetation. We are truly blessed. Our office is here to help with all interactions with the federal government. If you are having trouble with the IRS or VA, need help obtaining a passport, or have questions regarding other agency action, Please don't hesitate to contact our office in Cheyenne at 829-3299 or the Casper office at 261-6595. I hope to see you soon. And for a schedule of our events, please visit hegeman.house.gov. While you are there, please sign up for our weekly newsletter to stay informed about the votes and issues that are important to Wyoming. I'm praying for you and your family, and we look forward to hearing from you. Paid for by official funds authorized by the House of Representatives. Tom's Tire and Repair in KC reminds listeners that the holidays are here and 2023 has been tough for a lot of area families. Tom's Tire and Repair in KC urges area listeners to give to your local food pantry, Salvation Army, or church. Call 307-738-2626 or stop by 661 Nolan Avenue in KC. Tom's Tire and Repair. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas. This Saturday, December 16th, Whizbang Fireworks are going to open their doors on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. From 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., you can wrap up your holiday shopping with a gift that will surely light up the night. Purchase fireworks as gifts or get ready to welcome the new year by setting off fireworks. Located on North Main behind Pizza Hut, Whizbang Fireworks is your go-to destination. Make this holiday season a celebration to remember. Whizbang Fireworks open this Saturday, December 16th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Please follow Follow all local laws. Guess what? We doubled your holiday shopping budget. Sheridan Media's online Christmas auction ends tonight. We've got a brand new 2.2 all-wheel drive EV bike from Handos. Leather accent chair from Carol's Furniture. Personal training and gym memberships from Anytime Fitness. Lots of stocking stuffers, including weather radio. Starting bid, half price. The bidding ends tonight at 8 o'clock at sharedamedia.com. 
Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guests this morning are the mayor of Sheridan, Richard Bridger, and Councilman Sean Day. We are reviewing some of the projects that have been taking place within the city in the 2023 year. We spoke at length about the big project that happened downtown on Main Street. This is a big impact to a city to have something like that happen. We don't want it to happen too soon in the future. So, folks, as we look to make our sidewalks safe this year, make sure that we're not using any de-icer or salt. It's best if we use sand for the time being. Isn't that correct, Mr. Mayor? Yeah, with that that new concrete, uh, any de-icer or uh, salt can damage that concrete, which is what we don't want to do. So we're just asking Merchants downtown to one just shovel their walks, but if they need to put something down as far as it being slick to use sand instead of those those chemicals, just because we want that concrete to cure properly and last for another fifty years, so or whatever like that. So, we're it's a small price. It's not that big in this winter, especially we haven't. I mean, last year we if you recall we were we had at least a foot of snow on the ground, and this year. We might not even have a white Christmas, so it might not even be an issue. But, uh, yeah, it does snow, and if you do need to use something as far as grit, please use sand. Now, um, sand, I I do believe it's pretty available throughout the city, hardware stores, things like that, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you can get sand uh, at any hardware store. You can get sand, uh, I think, if you can come up to the uh, city maintenance shop, we could give you some sand if you really wanted some. So, um yeah, we can. We, sand's easily obtainable. Now, some folks may not have heard of this project. The people up at North Heights certainly have. They've got a water replacement project happening. Uh, I do believe that we entered into phase two of that project this year. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, we uh, we have, and we're going to be um, going into phase three. We're going to be awarding that at the end of uh, January. Uh, with construction anticipated to start in the spring of 24. Um, but, yeah, we were having some issues with residents up there in, in North Heights, uh, so we're working on replacing that water line. There was a lot of breaks that kept getting reported. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a long-phase project, but, again, you know, for the future, Sheridan, that's going to be a good thing. And um, I think this is a, a pretty special public pulse, Floyd, just because of, you know, it's kind of a recap for 2023 and, you know, I, there was just one other thing I wanted to say about the downtown, um, you know, the construction that happened, because that's a pretty big one. And um, I think it's, I think it's important for the public to know kind of the city's involvement on that. Um, you know, there was replacement of water and sewer lines, uh, repairs to the, the storm drain down there. Um, and then, of course, the installation of those fire flow lines to allow for future development five blocks of resurfacing ADA upgrades, um, traffic signal improvements, you know, were worked on. And then, uh, you know, just this is kind of a little extra thing, but I thought this was cool. The mayor and I were talking about this yesterday. If you guys can recall walking downtown and seeing a lot of that green fencing that was up, uh, there were, there were some art pieces along the fence. And, uh, that was, a that was a project of partnership between the DSA, DDA and Sage. And what we're looking at there is there's going to be some metal plates in the, in the concrete down there on the sidewalk, uh, where 
you know, passer by, you know, people that are walking down there can, you know, get a QR code, take a picture of that, and it'll bring up the historic building, kind of show show the building from from what it looked like historically. And I think that's a, a pretty cool project. And just for, I, I had a lot of people ask me what that was all about um, in the summer. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I'm excited for that project. To, to... Absolutely. And and that is a big deal. We haven't talked about that at length. We've, we've spoken on it a little bit, but this is a huge project that's actually being undertaken by the city on top of everything else that you guys are doing uh, to really show the history of Sheridan. Now, these small metal plates, uh, where are they going to be located? Do we know which buildings will be getting these plates? I, I, I would be lying to you if I tried to guess on that one, but when you walk downtown, you'll see them in the concrete on the sidewalk. And so uh, basically, that, basically, you'll stop there, you'll point your camera or your phone at that QR code, and it'll bring it up, and it'll show you what that, that building might have looked like, you know, 100 years ago. So um, it'll be a pretty cool project. Well, I'll tell you, uh, there's one thing that Sheridan residents love that I know of, and that is history. Uh, right. With the success of various history programs throughout Sheridan County, it really shows that, uh, boy, we really like our history around here, and there's plenty of it. Now, um, kind of returning back to the North Heights Waterline Project, do we know when that will kick off next year, or do we not not yet have a start date? It's not. There's not an official start date. We try to get those things going as quick as we can. So generally speaking, as soon as we can break ground in April, we do, and that gets us going. But I, I say it's not an official start date because, like, if you remember this year, we started snow on the ground in April, so we had to wait till really basically May before we get those things going. So, But generally, when spring breaks in April, we try to get out and get going so we can get that done in as quick a fashion as possible. Now, kicking on down to the next project, Kendrick Park Pool. What had to happen there, Mr. Mayor? Well, that one's kind of near and dear to my heart. Um, You know, last winter was very harsh, and I don't know if, as a result, when we tried to start the pool up in the spring, it just was not going to happen. And so I was really trying to find a company that could come in there and help me with the plumbing because all that plumbing is underground and under concrete, and, and I had leaks that I needed to deal with as far as getting that pool running. And I couldn't find any contractors. They were all just busy. So um, I talked to Hans Mercer down at the city and the Stuart McRae, and we got utility maintenance down there, and those guys just rock. They came down, and they cameraed it, and they brought the equipment down, um, tore up the de- the deck where it needed to be tore up, got everything fixed, and they were in and out of there in basically a week. And... Um, we had that pool up and running the next week. And so, um, I, again, I can't express the gratitude I have for the utility maintenance guys because they, they are just top-notch. They came down there and they knocked that thing out. They got the pool running. We had a great summer season down there. It was, the park was busy. The pool was busy. Um, and so, and it's all a result of the utility maintenance guys and Hans Mercer and Tom Thomas and, and all those guys in, in engineering uh, that came down and helped. David had a big part to do with that as well. So I just can't say enough for those guys. They just they saved the summer as far as the pool is concerned. I'll tell you what, you know, um, I, I, I really 
enjoy Hans Mercer, his knowledge, uh, as well as Stu McRae, having those two individuals sit down and just having a conversation with them. You can ask them just about anything, especially Hans, having to do with uh, any kind of utility project or engineering or why a street has to be made of a particular material. And boy, he's got a great answer for you right there on the spot. You've got a great knowledgeable team down there that has direction and drive. And it's great to see it. Projects like this are the results of that. Now, speaking of a, a, a bigger project, the fire station renovation. I haven't heard a lot about this project. Uh, can someone explain to me what had to be done? Yeah, sure, Floyd. Uh, so basically the state legislatures have kind of enacted this presumptive uh, legislation that helps cover firefighter cancers because, um, you know, firefighters have been shown to have higher rates of certain types of cancers. So uh, I guess to, to respond to that, uh, the fire department um, has built a decontamination corridor um, within, within the fire station. So it's, it's a remodel right now. And it's basically, again, back to safety. It's just another way for us to, to take that step in the right direction so that we're protecting our firefighters in the future. Uh, it Have was, you been uh, able to, yeah. <clears throat> Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Please. Oh, no, I was just, uh, yeah. And then talking about the funding, the, the funding was, uh, it was funded with a combination of FEMA grants and direct distribution funds from the city. So uh, that project was completed on time and and fell under budget. Oh, really? That's fantastic to hear. Have you been able to go down there and actually view this decontamination tunnel? I haven't. I've talked with the chief a little bit about it, and I I do plan on going down there. I'm curious about it for sure. How does the chief feel about it? He's is he pretty pleased? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary's Gary's pleased with it. Now um, let's talk about the stream restoration project uh 1135 what had to happen well that's been an ongoing project you know they did a lot of work on the south end of town as far as down there by the park uh they, they made some renovations down there i know on Thornrider they did a major renovation if you go to the Thornrider park they actually changed the flow of the stream itself so that it kind of goes back into the natural flow that had before the the department of it, um, came in and uh, strained it out, basically. So it kind of meanders a bit now. But the, what we're talking about here is if you go down at the bottom of Lewis Street, uh, that's been an evolution uh, for as far as those flood controls that they have down there. Back in the day, there was actually a, a falls. It was, that, it was a danger to people. So then they changed it to this uh, sort of boulder structures that – eliminated the falls but then that wasn't environmentally friendly for the fish and so now they've come up with uh, basically a series of fish ladders so that fish can migrate up and down the stream there and it makes for a healthier uh, stream flow and it makes for a healthier ecosystem and so that's where they're at right now they're down there at the bottom of fifth street and they're creating a series of fish ladders so fish can move up and down the stream to migrate wherever they feel like they want to migrate to. So hopefully it creates a healthier structure for the Goose Creek there. Well, that's fantastic to hear. Um, I do believe Buffalo had a very similar project a number of years ago, creating basically, as you said, a ladder so the fish can get back to where they need to go to spawn. Um, 
it's it's always a major concern. Uh, you know, the way the more we learn about nature, the better. But we do have to kind of make it easy for them to get from point A to point B. I know we got a big issue with deer migration, and because uh, we are exactly where they migrate to and from right. during the winter season, right. uh, which was perfect back in the day because it kept us all fed. But uh, now we've got cars and other things that we have to look into. But it's good to hear that we're down there doing that. Do they have an end date for this so people can go down and just kind of see what they've done? It seems like it's endless, but I'm thinking they're hoping they get done by July of next year as far as that structure is concerned. Uh, so, Oh, wow. So this is going to be a while. Yeah, obviously when winter hits, it's kind of the, the construction season ends, and so they put everything to bed basically. But um, as far as I heard, the last they anticipated being done in July for that structure. And then, of course, the next thing will be um, the chutes, the concrete chutes. But I don't, I don't know. That's a very expensive project. It keeps coming in higher and higher every year. And so that's going to be a big ask to get that one done. But um, the chutes need to be done at some point as far as making that more of an ecologically friendly area. Uh, because it's just not. It was designed to move water and prevent floods, but it wasn't designed back in the day for um, the fish and the wildlife habitat. So um, that'll be our next big project as far as that that area of town is concerned and the the Goose Creeks. Now, it always seems like we're dealing with water in some way or, or some form. What's involved with the Tara Turner water line replacement project? I don't want to talk about that, so I'll let, I'll let Sean take it. Um, well, <laughs> thanks, Mayor. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you too much, uh, Floyd, on the Terra Turner water line replacement project other than, uh, you know, just locationally, it's over there behind Home Depot, that water line um, in that area. And the project design is currently complete. Um, the project has been bid out hot iron Inc. out of Gillette uh, is the selected contractor there. And um, again, we're going to be looking at construction, breaking ground there in the spring of 24. Yeah, that that particular line, um, we were always back there fixing things. It's kind of a hot soil. And so um, we always had issues with it. And it finally got to the point where we just had so many different times we were out there fixing breaks that we just really needed to look at replacing it. And so, um, as my council person said, Sean, um, they're going to be there in the spring doing that. And so that'll be a big project for that area of town. Um, just, just talking about these two different places, I was kind of just thinking about how, um, how wonderful our trail system here is in Sheridan. And for any of you out there who haven't kind of seen some of the stream restoration that has been being worked on by our super brain utilities director, Hans Mercer, uh, I would recommend going down there and just taking a walk down the trail, um, you know, starting down there at Fifth Street and, and heading north down that Thorn Rider Trail. That'll take you all the way into North Park, Malcolm Wallet Park. And it's just, it's beautiful out there. And I, I love that as a community, we're mindful of things like stream restoration. I think that's so cool. Well, and, and with the winding 
that has been put in there, it really helps to promote riparian areas, which will bring in more wildlife, more plant life, and just basically kind of make it look more vibrant and green. Uh, you know, I didn't understand the importance of riparian area until I started working in journalism and speaking with these individuals who basically explained to me that that is probably one of the most crucial areas within our ecosystem. Uh, and and it's it's great to see that the city does take note of that and, and get that taken care of because it does make those walks much more beautiful. And I thank you for bringing that up, Councilman, that people can go down and view this stuff for themselves. Now, we've also got a 2023 pavement maintenance. Uh, what was this? Is this our potholes? Is this the big project, uh, getting all those things taken care of at the beginning of the year? Is, is, that, uh, is that a reference to that? No, not really. This is... Uh... Road work that we had done around Exeter, Florence, Bellevue, and Sugarland. We had some road replacements done. We had those concrete diamonds that are being around the valve boxes and the manhole lids. We had those replaced. It's just continuing continuing our road work that we we do basically do every year. You know, we grade out our maintenance on our roads. We, which ones need to be re- replaced? Which ones need just like a rotomillion overlay? And so it's just a continuation of the work that we do every year, really as far as keeping up with uh, our roads and keeping them in shape where we can make them last for, you know, another 10, 20 years. And so um, it's just ongoing maintenance that we do every year, basically. And I'll tell you, that's one thing that I've also learned uh, serving in, in this position for Sheridan Media, the extent to the maintenance that has to be done on a city every single year and we're not even really that big of a city i could only imagine much larger places on that note i do have to take a quick commercial break we'll be right back you'll hear more from mayor bridger and councilman sean day after this stay with us you're listening to public pulse on 930 kroe and 103.9 fm sheridan It's the season to be jolly, and at First Federal Bank and Trust, we're spreading the joy with our merry and bright three-month CD special. Get into the spirit with a fantastic 5.38% annual percentage yield, and here's the best part. There's no minimum deposit required. But that's not all. If you're planning to make a larger investment this holiday season, you can enjoy an even merrier 5.48% APY with just a $250,000 opening deposit. Don't miss out on this limited-time offer. Visit us today or go online at efirstfederal.bank, where your holidays are merry and bright. Member FDIC. A leader in sports medicine, Sheridan Orthopedic Associates is thrilled to announce their new highly skilled and fellowship trained podiatrist, Dr. Daniel Peterson, DPM. Dr. Peterson specializes in advanced foot and ankle reconstruction and has successfully performed thousands of procedures. He'll be seeing patients in January so you can get back to doing the things you love pain-free. Schedule your appointment at SheridanOrtho.com. Discover the difference with Sheridan Orthopedics. 
Shan Foster with the Country Pet Inn talks about dog training and behavioral issues that dog owners may be experiencing. If the dog's not listening to you consistently and with distractions, it's not trained. And most people say, well, my, my dog's trained. It can sit, it downs, it comes when I call it. Well, what about when Joe Squirrel runs by? What about when that semi comes by honking its horn? Well, those are the things that I train for in real life. Most of the time, it's all through basic obedience. Now, by doing that, you take care of a lot of the behavioral issues. Shyness issues, aggression issues, possession issues. When you put that dog in that mode or the dog understands its role, a lot of those things go away. Whether your dog has obedience issues where it doesn't listen to you or come to you when you call it, stealing food from the table, excessive barking, aggression issues, you name it, we'll work together to solve it. I help people understand their dog. I'm very fond of that. If you want to get a hold of me, go to countrypetin.com or call 674-8582. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the best real estate team. And around this time of year, there are so many great examples of people giving the perfect gift, giving to those in need, and so on. At best, we want to do the same thing and give to those thinking about starting or who are along their real estate journey. Whether it's connecting you with the right lender, providing you with great tools such as a market analysis, or general market updates and advice, we want to provide you with whatever it is you need to build the best future for you and your housing needs. The greatest gift to us is giving our clients the best real estate experience possible. So call us today at 675-BEST and visit bestwi.net. Proudly brokered by EXP. Get ready for a sleigh ride of savings at Waring Sheridan Chevrolet, your holiday destination for all things Chevy. They've decked the halls with an incredible lineup of nearly 30 brand new Chevy Silverado pickups on the lot. It's a season of giving, and we're giving you a chance to save big with up to $5,000 in rebates or more on select Silverados. Dash into wearing Sheridan Chevrolet today. Wrap up the year with a bow on top of a Silverado of your dreams and discover the wearing way of buying a vehicle online at wearingsheridan.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am speaking with the mayor of Sheridan, Mr. Rich Bridger, and Councilman Sean Day. Now, we've been reviewing some projects that have been going on in the city in the 2023 year, uh, the completion of many of these projects and the ongoing efforts being made by those doing them. Now, Mr. Mayor and Councilman, I'm going to uh, address both of you on this one. Either one can take it. We've spoken about the Everbridge application for a while now, but I would like to kind of just take a step back and review everything and really remind folks how important it is that they uh, download this app and have it. Uh, That way they're not the odd one out in the neighborhood. This is an application for your mobile device to alert residents of the side of the street that will need to be plowed that evening. Have you received a lot of comments regarding the acceptance of this application by the public? Uh, No, not really. I mean, I I think we're trying to get the word out there and let everybody know. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that we haven't heard. I haven't heard a lot of comments on it. But basically all it is, it's an app that you can have on your phone, and it'll let you know that we're going to be plowing a certain street and that they need it's an odd or even thing. So if it's the odd day, then you need to get off the odd side of the street, park on the even side. If it's an even day, just the opposite. So we can get in there, we can clean a street, uh, do half one day, half the next day, make it more efficient so we can get uh, a lot more done 
And so we're hoping everybody gets the idea and it becomes just habit. Uh, obviously, the first few years, it's going to be a little bit tough because that's not the way we've operated in the past. But um, if it goes well and, and people are aware of it and they follow and they help with the, the removal of snow, hopefully we can get a lot more done. Um, this year, like I said, it doesn't seem to be much of an issue because here we are in December and it hasn't hardly snowed at all. But uh, like as in last year, it was like every day it snowed. And so uh, if we get down to a pattern where we know what we're supposed to be doing, we move our cars odd or even so we can get the roads cleaned quickly and efficiently, uh, hopefully it'll improve our services and it'll improve the roads for the citizens. Councilman Day, uh, you seem to be pretty knowledgeable about this application each time that I've spoken with you regarding it. Uh, could you explain the app just a little bit for us, how it works, what it looks like, where we can pick it up? Sure, uh, Floyd. So, yeah, just for the public out there, just like the mayor was saying, uh, this, has been a, uh, this has been a public works initiative. Uh, you know, Hans Mercer would definitely be the guy that has the, the critical detail with this app, but... Uh, just for those out, out there that, you know, have smartphones, it's the blue app with a check mark on it, and it's called Everbridge, E-V-E-R-B-R-I-D-G-E. Um, and it's pretty basic. You just, uh, you know, put in your username, location, uh, address, phone number, text, um, so that, you know, there will be that connectivity between the residents in Sheridan and uh, like the mayor was saying, it'll it'll alert citizens of no unnecessary travel within the city. But most importantly, you know, going back to what you were saying at the beginning of the conversation, Floyd, with response to this this year, there hasn't been a lot of response uh, to this app yet because it's still so new. But there was, I know from my perspective anyway, I'm not sure where the mayor stands with it, but I had a lot of people expressing frustrations last winter. And I mean, it was a winter that you know, nobody was really prepared for. That was brutal, but it was just, you know, there was a lot of frustrated residents with how the snow removal operations were happening. So this is a, an attempt to improve that system so that we will have odd, even parking and we can just plow one side of the road um, one day and then come back and plow the other side. So there's no, you know, staggering cars on either side, kind of making it a clumsier system. We're, we're trying to improve that system and make it more efficient for everyone. And, you know, there's a risk involved, obviously, because it's technology and uh, technology is not perfect. But I would just encourage all the residents out there to go at least start by getting the app. And if you have any further questions, Hans Mercer um, would be the guy to talk to there. Councilman Day, uh, is the city council planning on kind of reviewing this at the end of the year to evaluate how well this goes down? Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, we've had lengthy discussions just on up on the council because, um, you know, we're very, pre- I, I feel like we're, we're prepared for the, the pushback. I think asking people to jump on apps and try to, you know, connect and improve the system, there's going to be a little bit of pushback on that. And um, But again, the, the initiative is to improve the, the system that we all saw last year, which was frustrating a lot of Sheridan residents and um yeah, more of a trial this year. So, of course, we're going to be looking at that and having deep conversations about how to continually improve that. But I'm excited to see I'm, I'm excited to see how, how it works, you know, and hopefully it will be a, a less frustrating winter for the city of Sheridan. Absolutely. Now, speaking of snow, uh, let's let's touch base on the Snow Patrol. This is a partnership 
between the city of Sheridan and the hub on Smith. Uh, this is going to basically help senior citizens and other individuals within the city of Sheridan to get that snow removed from their walkways, even though they do not have the ability to do so. Mr. Mayor, uh, I would think this would be a perfect program for some youth organization. Yeah, I do too, with Floyd. Uh, that's kind of the thought is <clears throat> if you have an organization that's willing to help or if you personally are willing to help, all you have to do is contact Marcy Morrow down at the uh, hub, uh, who's the volunteer coordinator, and we can set you up and, and uh, let you know those people that need that help that can't do it themselves. And um, it's just to provide a service to the elderly in our community or those people that are unable to do their walks, help them get their walks cleaned. So any group like that, a youth group or individuals can call down there, ask for Marcy, and she'll set you up and get you going on that, that program. And I think this is actually really pretty cool. Um, the city, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the city is the one finding and vetting the individuals who will need that work, correct? Correct. Um, it's in co- cooperation with the hub because um, obviously that's more of the population that visits the hub. But, um, yeah, it's just a way to get out and help our fellow citizens get their walks clean, get everything uh through the wind, help them get through the winter. So, uh, vol- individual volunteers or group volunteers, all that, uh, it, it helps make the community work. It helps those folks that are in need. Mayor, do we, do we have, uh, sweatshirts that say snow patrol still? Is that something that's happening? I'd be lying <laughs> if I knew. So. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, now is there a number or a department that people can call if they feel that they may qualify for this program. I'd just say call Marcy Morrow down at the volunteers uh, coordinator at the hub, and her number is 672-2240. Her extension is 134, and um, she can get them on a list, so to speak, And or you can call the city of Sheridan at 674-4112, um, and they'll help you out as well. So there's a couple numbers to call as far as either signing up to help or saying that you need help. Mr. Mayor, I do believe that you have a message that you would like to deliver to the people of Sheridan. Oh, it's, uh, you know, I I don't want to dwell on this too much, but I just want to thank everybody for um, allowing us and the council to serve um, the citizens of Sheridan. We take that uh, responsibility very seriously. I know I take my job as a mayor very seriously. I try to do the best I can do, but it's a privilege and an honor to serve those folks and to serve the city. Um, but I want to give special recognition again to all the great city employees that I have. I think that they just do exceptional work and service. I'm always impressed with those guys. I also want to honor the military and all that they do. This I appreciate them. My daughter serves as a sergeant in the, in the uh uh, Army Reserve, and so I really appreciate all they do. I just, um, I'm kind of running out of time here, but I wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. Um, I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Uh, always be kind and generous to those folks that maybe don't have that great of a family system. Uh, help those folks out as we move forward. Um, I'm always positive about our community and what we can do as a community together. And so, um, Just keep everybody in mind. Be kind and generous this year. 
um, and enjoy the Christmas season. Mr. Mayor, Councilman Day, I want to thank you both for coming in this morning. I apologize that I couldn't be there with you. I wish I could see your smiling faces, <laughs> but Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Yeah, Floyd, get to feeling better, okay? We'll definitely do that, sir. <laughs> thank you, Floyd. Happy Holidays to you, bud. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Shared it. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Compass Center for Families is receiving these funds for random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. A holiday sale is taking place right now at Shipton's Big R. All for you and who you're buying gifts for. Look for our 20-page holiday sale flyer in your mailbox at our stores and on our website, shiptonsbigr.com. Save now. Ariat shirts, tops, and outerwear are all 15% off. Beautiful Montana Silversmiths jewelry. Our entire selection, 15% off. Noble Outfitters, our exclusive brand, you can save 20% on outerwear, pants, and rubber boots. A Ruger Super Wrangler 22 revolver. Save $30, now just $239.99. 15% off all Liberty gun safes. Men's and ladies slippers from Ariat starting at $39.95. Save 20% on all footwear from Danner, Lacrosse, and Timberland Pro. Also great deals for the holidays from DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Steel. $25 savings right now on Haymaker boots from Dry Shot. Merry Christmas to our many wonderful customers. For your shopping experience, we are open until 5 p.m on Sunday, December 24th at Shipton's Big R, 2049 Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. Jingle all the way to savings this December with Perry's Trailer Sale. Spectacular year-end blowout. Picture this, nine flatbed trailers, three dump box trailers, all priced to jingle your bells before the end of the year. Now, if you're on the hunt for a sturdy flatbed or a reliable dump box, look no further. Perry's Trailer Sales is your one-stop sleigh ride to the North Pole. Santa's helpers are standing by to assist you, but you better hurry. There's a limited number of these flatbeds and dump box trailers that are getting blown out. Perry's Trailer Sales, year-end blowout, 2516 Coffee and Avenue. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. Download the McDonald's app, join My McDonald's Rewards to get your free large fries with a $1 minimum purchase. Plus, when you join My McDonald's Rewards, you start earning points on every eligible order. Points you can put towards more free food. Just order, relax, and enjoy. Go to the Google Play or Apple App Store, download the McDonald's mobile app, and start saving. Download it now. News Talk 930, now on 103.9 FM. News Talk 930, KR.